What is going on, boys and girls? This is Rough Bastard Podcast number eight with me, Randy Paddock. So as always, before we get started, just a couple of things. So the podcast is always brought to you by Ruffian Strength Training. Check us out at ruffianstrength.com. See what we have to offer. We have some programs. We have virtual coaching, programming, nutrition coaching. There's some blogs up there. This podcast is now up there. So um, my goal with Ruffian Strength Training is to get people to be a better, better, that's a made up word, a better version of themselves through healthy lifestyle, good mindset, lifting heavy weights, getting outside, breathing fresh air, focusing on positives, having some fun and just ripping. Right. I think all that put together makes for a nice, healthy lifestyle. So my goal is to help people achieve that. Also, in terms of the podcast, um, like I said, it's available on the website now. But if you get it through Apple Podcasts, if you'd like, drop a five-star rating, write up a quick review. Apparently, that stuff makes the podcast more visible. And obviously, if you like it, other people will probably like it. So let's make it more visible. You can also share it. Um, if you're on Spotify, follow along, all that good stuff. Anywho, today, I want to talk a little bit about meal prep. So I put up on my Instagram a little, both of these topics are being covered, but people wanted to hear about meal prep and mindset first. So I'm going to go over that. And then next one, I think I'm going to go over why we should learn and why it's good to have knowledge. And then I'm going to start getting some guests on pretty soon as well. So cool things coming up. Meal prep. So for some people, they hear this and it's just like, oh God, meal prep, so pretentious, right? Or they just think about whomever in spandex making chicken breasts by the ton, chop it up with scissors and put it in Tupperware board, um, Tupperware and you know, making all the broccoli and putting it in and then having each out in the day of the week and the time. And I don't think it has to be like that. So I'm going to share with you just a little bit about mindset behind it, kind of some tricks I use because I'm not that person. I do like to rock some spandex sometimes, however, because it makes the old booty look dope. But um, I don't think – I think it can get a bad rap or, or, or like a stereotype of a person that meals preps. But if you're not that person that might pop into your head when you hear that, don't worry because I for sure am not. So – I'm just going to talk a little bit about some things that work for me. Um, so first things first, right, is what they say. There's a saying, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And I'm a firm believer in that. And, you know, not, I mean, I think that's true in a lot of stuff in life. Having a plan is way better than not. But I think it's very true in terms of nutrition. Just because there's so much knowledge out there. There's so many conflicting arguments out there. There's so many opportunities and to make bad decisions out there. I mean, fuck, in any town USA, drive down your main street and there's 85 different places to eat, right? Um, so if you don't have a plan, it's really easy to go off course and then maybe not get to where you want to be. So having things prepared and being ready, it keeps you in the game, Right. And the game is life, longevity, being healthy, not being sick, getting the proper things that you need so your body's functioning at its highest level. So if you have what you need, you're in the game, 
And trust me, I've been in the game and I've been out of the game. It's way better to be in the game than out of the game. You feel better. Your digestion's better. Your energy levels are higher. Your sleep is better. Everything is better with the proper nutrition when you're in the game. And especially just because as we know, life happens, right? Stuff's going to come up in life. So obviously, the more prepared we are, the easier it is to deal with. So this could be work stuff. This could be family stuff. This could be friend stuff. You never know, right? You never know when you might be working late or you might have to go somewhere and pick something up or, or something like that. And if you don't have something prepared, it's very easy to pull in the old drive through and throw, you know, 50 McNuggets down the gullet. I mean, maybe that's just me with the 50. Maybe you only do six, whatever, but or easy to pick up anything, or you're at a gas station and you pick up a bunch of bullshit. Who knows, right? The body will be hungry, the mind will want to eat, and then if you've ever gone like grocery shopping or anything, when you're hungry, your mind will start giving you the good stuff that may not be the best for you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the mindset, mostly around meal prepping, and then a little some some tips that work for me. So as always, take what you like, disregard what you don't like, and most importantly, apply. So mindset, I think with anything, and the fun stuff about this mindset shit I'm talking about is that it can apply to other stuff in your life. It's just great habits. Training your mind is maybe the most important thing you can do. That's the one thing we always have, right? The one thing that is always under our control. And it's the thing we don't know the most about. And it's the thing that if we don't have it under control can go fucking wild, right? So I think any any time you have to be able to, and anything you can do to be able to practice training your mind is time well spent. So goals, what's your desired outcome? So if obviously you're even entertaining the thought of meal prep, you have some sort of a goal or, de or desired outcome. So maybe you're on a diet and you want to drop some LBs, right? So that's your goal or your desired outcome would be to, to lose a little weight, maybe a few too many blizzards, maybe a healthier life, right? Maybe you went to the doctor and your blood work's a little fucked up. Maybe you just don't feel good or maybe, you know, obviously it's January. You had that New Year's resolution of being healthier, whatever. Maybe it's to save money. Um, I used to, you know, look at my bank account. I don't know if, I wonder if that's true. Like how often do people look at their statements? I bet you not enough. Just the amount of time we spend money on stupid shit. A little exercise that an accountant used to make me do was to pull out my, and I've probably talked about this before, but whatever is to, to bring out my monthly statement and then take a highlighter and highlight needed things and then not needed things. And my not needed things was always a bit high. I was like, holy shit. And eating out and things like that were often up there. So if you just maybe see that in yourself and you want to save some money by cooking your own food, you know, that's a desired outcome. But more importantly than what your goal is or what your desired outcome, because that is important to know the end game, but more importantly is your why behind said goal. So why are you choosing this goal? So if it's to lose weight, why do you want to lose weight? Do you want to lose weight because, you know, your self-image is, is down and your, um, your confidence level is a little bit low? Do you want to lose weight because 
someone told you you should, do you want to lose weight because you're comparing yourself, whatever, you know, I'm not going to get into people's reasonings, good or bad or whatever, but you have to know why. If you want to live a healthier life, why, right? Because if it's just, well, it's January 1 of a new year, of course, I, I say everyone to live a healthier life. I'm not sure if that's a good enough why to make you stick to anything. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but maybe it's that if you don't live healthier, you're going to get diabetes, right? If you don't live healthier, your chances of heart attack go up and you just had a baby and you don't want to die prematurely because now you have a child and you, and you want to be there for them. You know, obviously the more detailed the why is, the easier it's going to be to stick to. Um, if it's to save money, maybe it is you want to move out somewhere or you want to get something special, whatever. But you have to know the why. And like I just kind of alluded to, the clearer this why, the more likely you'll stick to it. And not only stick to it, it's also with, with anything challenging, right? Because meal prep and having things prepared, it's one of those things where it's easy to do but it's, it's like easy, but difficult, right? Or simple, not easy, right? So it's simple. We all understand what having food prepared and with us and ready to go is, but it's not always as easy in practice. And I think that's with anything that's challenging. Um, a lot of challenging things are fairly easy, but, or simple, I'm sorry, simple, but not easy. So if we have that why, we can do it. And if we really go back to our why all the time. So it's like if you watch shows like The Biggest Loser or something like that, people usually have a pretty clear why. Um, you know, I don't know if that's the best or healthiest example of anything, but it just kind of popped into my head. So I don't know, just try that as a practice. Anytime you have anything challenging coming up, really think about why. I think that's the simplest three letters that have the biggest impact on my life. And it's a question I ask myself when I do anything. You know, for the most part, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? And sometimes if I don't have a really good reason, it helps me to make decisions to not do it. When I'm training people or working with clients, I ask them why all the time and not just because I don't think it's like a lazy question. I think you want to get people to kind of peel back that onion and really look into why, what is the motivation? What is, what is the, why do I want to do what I want to do? And then they can realize, shit, maybe I don't want to do it. Or then they get that, oh yeah, that's exactly why I want to do it and, and fucking giddy up. So if you have that why, and if you make things bigger than you, I think it's easier to adhere to things. From personal experience and just things I observe, people are okay with letting themselves down, right? People let themselves down all the time. And this is going to be like a, a silly example maybe, but it makes sense. So like, an easy example would be hitting the snooze button. And you might think, well, what does that have to do with anything? Well, if we want to get technical, and I know I'm being probably a little bit dumb here, but just bear with me. It's like starting your day off with a lie and, and lying to yourself and letting yourself down, right? I want to wake up at this time. It goes off because maybe you stayed up a little too late watching Netflix. Maybe who knows what you did, but your alarm goes off when you hit snooze, right? So you already kind of let yourself down because you said to yourself, I wanted to wake up at this time. Now you hit the snooze to not. However, if you know, maybe you have a personal trainer or a friend you're working out with or something that's bigger than you, more important than just you, when that alarm goes off, the likelihood you hit snooze drastically decreases. If things are bigger than ourselves, we usually don't want to let other people down or other things down as much or as easily as we'll let ourselves down. And it's kind of crazy. It's, I think, a weird thing that is definitely worth 
some self-reflection and looking into, but I think that all humans do that. People come through for others more than they come through for themselves. I've just found that that's kind of the case, you know? So if you have a, a why that's bigger than you, the likelihood you'll do what you want to do and stick to it, it, it goes up. So I'll take that bet all the time. You got to also ask yourself too, kind of accordance with that why and, and, and how clear it is, is the juice worth the squeeze? You know, and that's breaking it down to if your why is kind of murky, you're not sure, maybe it's not worth doing it. Whereas if you see that that juice is fucking yummy and you want to get lost in that sauce, you're going to be excited to do it. But if you don't ever ask yourself questions or self-examine, it's you're not going to have that. And sometimes you'll just go through the motions of things or you might not be very consistent with things. And then you're never going to get that, that desired outcome. So you want to create the habit. So I know that, <clears throat> excuse me, I know that meal prep could seem overwhelming to some people and something, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to think about it. But when you create a habit, it becomes a lot easier. So think of right now of anything that you do that you don't even think about, but you just get knocked out, you know, and it's a habit. So for some people, maybe it's the gym, you know, in the beginning, it might've been difficult to get there. You know, you would make excuses, maybe why not to go or whatever, but you stuck through, you consistently did it. And now it's just like a habit, like a no brainer. I have the habit of making my bed every morning, right? In the beginning, it was like, Kind of, eh, I mean, again, it's something that's easy to do. Therefore, it's easy not to do. But I just kept pushing through and doing it because, you know, I was just a lot of successful people do it. I was, you know, looking at studies about kind of how making your bed in the morning starts your day off correctly and, you know, just good practice. So I was interested in it. So I did it. And now it's like a fucking no brainer for me, right? It's just a habit. It doesn't take any sort of, oh, I got to do this or I just automatically do it. Wake up, get out of bed, make the bed. And again, I'm no fucking Picasso when it comes to making bed and I don't have an elaborate setup with 85 throw pillows and shit like that. It's like a sheet, a blanket, two pillows and two little throw pillows. So it's not like fucking brain surgery here. However, it's something I just do out of habit. And my eating patterns are like that as well. And prepping and having food already made is just habit for me now. So it's not something I even think about or have to remember to do, which is part of my everyday life. It takes time to do that though. So you have to understand that it takes time to create that habit. Anytime we want to try to do something new, like our brain's kind of funny in the fact that we assume that we're just going to be super good at it or remember to do it all the time and not that we can get sidetracked very easily, especially again, going back to if you don't have a why, it's very easy to think of a bunch of reasons why not to or put things off. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Then it turns into 1990 never and you don't do shit. So you want to create that habit and then you you have that discipline and Jocko Willing talks about this all the time. Discipline equals freedom. And I very much think that that's, that's true. The more disciplined you are, the more free you are, right? So for instance, with meal prep, if I'm so disciplined and it's a habit that I do it, it's more freeing that I don't have to worry that I'm going to make bad decisions. I, I don't have to worry if I'm going to have food ready, no matter what comes up. If something does come up, I can roll with the punches easier because I don't have to be, oh my God, I, I need to eat or I don't have food ready or this, that, and the other. It's, it's all prepared. It's all ready to rock and roll. The more disciplined I am, you know, with my training and stuff, the more freedom I have. 
the more disciplined I am with my money, right? The more freedom I have, the more disciplined I am with self-control, the more freedom I have, right? So again, with kind of nutrition, if I'm disciplined with my self-control, so for me, when it comes to eating, you know, I do flexible eating, counting my macros, you know, I train hard. So when I do these things, I have the freedom to, you know, have some fun stuff that I really like. So I have the freedom to, and I don't feel guilty. That's part of the freedom, I think. There's nothing worse than enjoying a treat and then feeling guilty about it. And that's kind of mindset towards food, which is definitely something we should get into. But, you know, the other day I was given a Snickers bar for breakfast and I took it because I like a Snickers and I was hungry and it fits into what I have because I'm, I knew I'd be disciplined and I stay disciplined on the rest of the day or the week or the month. So that thing's not a big deal. If I have a sweet tooth and I want something, some ice cream or a fucking pie or some shit, I know that I can have it and I don't feel guilty or bad about it. I actually look forward to it because I have the discipline on every other front that it fits into my lifestyle. So it seems kind of counterintuitive. You know, at first when people think of regimen and discipline, it's like, oh my God, it's so strict. It's so hard. You can't do anything out of that line. Where in reality, the, the better you hold the line, the more freedom you have to do whatever. So that's something to think about. And self-imposed discipline. That's something too that I think is freeing. A lot of the times when we think about discipline, we think about somebody telling us what to do. And trust me and, and listen to me, I fucking hate being told what to do. I'm a peacock, babe. You got to let me fly. I don't want to hear shit from anybody. That doesn't mean that I don't listen to people or people that have been in the position I want to be in or people that have advice. That doesn't mean I'm an asshole like fuck you to everybody. No, absolutely not. But I do not like rules that other things put on me. But if I understand the why behind it, I can do it. But still, I don't like it. Whereas if I put something on myself, I'm in control of it. So again, there's that discipline equals freedom. I'm in control of my discipline I choose. So it makes my life more free because I'm in control. And this is a subject I touch on all the time. In this day and age, there's so much shit that's out of control that we can feel helpless and lost and scared and paranoid. So let's get on some shit that we can control and take back our fucking life. So we got to create the habit. And then also, once this becomes a habit, having our meals prepped, then it's leads to better decision making, right? If you know you have meals already made at the house and you're hungry and you worked a little late when you're driving home, you don't have to be like, oh, fuck, I don't have anything ready. I don't want to go to the store. I don't want to make anything that's that I'm not going to be eating for another hour, hour and a half. So I'll just pull in the fucking KFC or Popeyes or, you know, whatever. It's, oh yeah, I'm just going to blow right by these. I got nutritious, great tasting food that I love already ready at the house. Good to go. Or maybe, oh yeah, well, I, I can go go for something right now. Maybe just a little snack. Oh, yeah. I threw a couple of apples in my backpack today, so giddy up. And then if you have a better decision-making, again, this is just opinion and, and not 100% true all the time, but if you have better decision-making in that or in anything, it's going to lead you to making better decisions kind of overall. If you're used to having discipline, if you're used to having you know better decision-making and making that harder choice, you know, it's maybe it's harder to bypass McDonald's, you know, then it should lead to better decisions and all kinds of stuff. And I think that leads to just a better life and doing better. Also, 
you're going to be a lot more clear in your brain if you're eating more foods that have like more nutritional value in terms of micronutrients and your macronutrients and the things you need to fuel your body in a productive way. Obviously, and you're well hydrated, you're going to have a clearer mind. You're going to be in control of that mind, right? You're going to be thinking about kind of more practical than as an emotion, right? If you if you know what your what your thoughts and how you feel about food are, and you kind of have that ace in the hole of they're prepared and ready to go, and you know you're making the right decisions, you're going to be more confident. You're going to just be more clear. And then you don't want to make it something. And again, this is important kind of before you make it a habit, right? You might have to, you know, maybe, I don't know if this is the right word or not, like force yourself to do things, but don't make it something that you dread or you have to do. And I talk to people about this with training in the gym as well. A lot of the times when people start something new, they kind of jump in all in and then it can get difficult or get overwhelming and they quit doing everything altogether. So it's the same with meal prepping, right? Like, you know, if you don't have the best, you know, habits in terms of nutrition right now, and you try to make a complete 180, the likelihood the adherence level is there is is almost nil, right? So take it a little step by step. Don't make it too daunting for yourself. Make it something you're going to be able to adhere to, not something that you dread, right? If you know, um, and I'll get kind of get into this a little bit with the tricks, I guess. So I'll go into that. So some tricks that work for me, and I'll go back to the, that kind of adherence thing is always have stuff ready, right? So a trick is I always have something on the ready. Again, it leads to better decision-making when I get hungry or if I'm coming back from work or a client or anything. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Like if I, I never have that thought because there's always something ready. And if I see that, you know, I don't have anything, I just go ahead and make some things right then. Um, so what works for me is, you know, I, I never have to make those rush choices. I live by a lot of fast food stuff, restaurants, and I go to them zero. I'm kind of a fucking nerd. I live in this, you know, midtown Reno, it's got all these restaurants and all these other things. And I just never go to them because I don't need to. And again, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's nice to go out if you're having a date or a meal with friends or something like that. But I'm never like, oh, fuck, I don't have any food here. There's no groceries. Now I have to go, you know, make that rush decision. I don't have to do that. So some, I always have stuff ready. So I kind of have snacks, like healthy snacks everywhere, right? I carry a backpack around a lot when I do stuff. So I always have some, you know, some like trail mix or bars or fruit in there. I have a little cubby at my, where I work. I have some shit in there. Um, you know, I just have quick stuff I can consume at the house. I have it kind of always around me. So if I ever in a bind or I need a little energy or I need something, I, I have something I could snack on and eat. Um, I have pre-made stuff. So, you know, I don't, I'm not a big, you know, I have pre-made meals and, and, and good meals that go with my macros, but I don't, it's not like I have them in Tupperware and labeled this, that, and the other, if that works for you, cool. It doesn't really work for me. I'll just have like a bunch of rice already cooked and ready to go. I'll have a bunch of meat already cooked and ready to go. Right. I, if, if I, you know, I, I just kind of have stuff that's going to eliminate bad decision making because I don't know how it is. Sometimes you just don't want to cook if you've had a long day or a stressful day or you're feeling a little bit lazy, which is natural. You don't want to be like, oh, God, no, I got to make shit. I'll just order in, right? Well, it's not making shit if I just have to throw it in the microwave or something if it's already made. So that's what works for me, you know, and you got to do what works for you. So, it doesn't have to be like a once a week thing, like, 
okay, on Sundays for three hours, I'm cooking all the chicken breast, cooking all of everything and, and putting it on. If, if that works for you, great. But if it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that. I know that you'll look at stuff on social media and see a lot of people doing things like that. And it's like, well, that's the only way to do it. It isn't. If it works for that person, great. But what works for you? You have to know yourself what you'll do, what you'll adhere to, right? And more likely what will turn you off. So maybe you break it up. Maybe you cook for the first couple of days and then like on a Wednesday, you cook some more. Maybe you just do a meal at a time. You know, if you have more of a flexible schedule, you're working at home, maybe you just set aside like every morning you make your meals for the day or at night you make your dinner and then breakfast for the next day, whatever. It's very flexible. It's very fluid, whatever works for you. There's also meal companies. Maybe you do not like to cook at all. There's no excuse. There's a million different companies out there. So if you do like to cook, but you don't know how to shop, you know, you can get like a blue apron or some shit that sells, that sends you all the food plus the recipes. If you want to, you cook stuff. But if you don't like to cook, there's a ton of different companies that have great nutritious meals. It'll have the contents on there. What's, um, what ingredients are the macro levels, whatever that you can order, get shipped to your house. You put in the fridge and then when it's time, you just throw it in the oven or throw it in the microwave or what have you. You can always stash them at work in a fridge. Like you can just have them all the time. There's no excuse. Something that works for me is I stick with the same stuff. So I eat similarly. So again, it's a habit. It takes away time when I have to grocery shop because I already know what I'm getting, where I'm looking for it. My body likes it. It's fairly regular. Again, there's different studies showing different things on this. So this is just anecdotal from my perspective, but my body, I know what it what it can break down and digest good. So I stick with stuff like that. And it's good food, right? A lot of it's just meat. Sorry, I'm a meat eater. It's meat. I do potatoes. I do rice. I do some veggies. I do some fruits, drink some milk, OJ, whatever. And I kind of get eggs on the regular yogurt. And I just kind of mix match that shit. So I think sometimes when people think eating similar has to be boring, it doesn't. There's only so many foods out there, right? So like know what works for you. If it's something that's easy to make and you like it, stick to it. Do it all the time. All right, my buddy Chloe always jokes about it. She makes this like minestrone thing that she just eats for like all winter months, right? Fucking A, that's easy. It helps with adherence. So you got to know you. You got to know what works for you. You got to give yourself the best chance to win at the fucking game. And the game is life, brothers and sisters and everything in between. The game is being the best version of yourself, having this fucking dope ass body that we have run at optimal levels. Well, how does it do that? It needs the good fuel. It needs the good shit. The more prepared you are to give it that good shit, the better off you are. The easier it is, the better you'll feel. And that is momentum, my friend. That's a little snowball that turns into a goddamn avalanche that destroys every motherfucking thing that gets in your way. Decision-making, discipline, proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper hydration, healthy relationships, smiling, sun, movement, all this shit. We got this one life that we know of, right? So why don't we use what we are given and all the tools we have around us to make it the fucking best thing ever? Start simple. And if you need help, reach out to people. We got, it, we got fucking social media. If you have a favorite person, that, that a nutrition person, shoot them a little DM or something. What's the worst thing that happens? They ignore you. Who gives a fuck? But majority of the time, these people are cool. They might give you some tips. Use the stuff that works for me if it works for you. If it doesn't, don't. But commit. 
As Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. So quit telling yourself, I'm trying, I'm trying. Just fucking do it. Start today because we don't know about tomorrow. And have some fucking fun, eat some great food, and let's fucking go. Stay gold.